Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Ripple Effect podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us here today, whether you are listening uh, on your drive or on a run or you're watching this. We are so glad that you've joined us today for this podcast. Uh, today, I am joined in the studio with, uh, by Levi Black uh, and Rachel Busen, and we are glad to have them here today. We'll get to them here in a little bit. But uh, we always want to remind you this podcast is just another way for us to uh, share information with our congregation. It's kind of a behind-the-scenes look at things that are going on in the church and also a way for you to stay up-to-date on everything that is happening. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we are excited for today's episode. Uh, today, we are sponsored by... Well, drum roll, please. Brown Paper Lunch Sacks. Um... Not as glamorous as other sponsors, but this is the workhorse. So important. important. So important. This is the, this is the workhorse of the church. Um, we use this for everything. Um, you're, you probably have a ton of these in your van or in your car if you have children. <laughs> um, and they house uh, hopes and dreams of our children. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you guys use these at all in the student ministry? Not as no. much as we should. Yeah, you should probably utilize them more. Um, so we are, we are using this because today we are going to be highlighting our student ministry this week. We're going to be talking about it with Levi and Rachel. Um, but before we get there, we have to give you the recap from Sunday. Um, Levi, why don't we start with you? How was your Sunday? Uh, it was good. Pretty smooth. We had a, a meeting in between services with some of the students that are going to be speaking next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went pretty smooth and then just got to sit back and enjoy the message during second service. Sweet. Did you teach today or Sunday? I did not teach. Alec taught about um, some good things about uh, the temptations that we see and some of the stuff that we see in marriage and just just some of the, the stuff that the teenagers may be dealing with now. So it was a really, really good lesson on Sunday. So relational stuff going yes, on? Yes, yes. Okay. Rachel, how was your Sunday? My Sunday was great. Um... Elisa taught, and she always does fantastic. She's a teacher. and Were you with middle school or high school? Yeah, I was with middle school. Middle school. Middle school, she did great. Um, went to second service, found Walt Harper's story incredibly it's encouraging. Cool, I was sitting there bawling my eyes out, so that's usually a good sign. <laughs> yeah, so Walt Harper gave a little testimony. If you missed that, go to tlcc.church. Uh, and watch this past week's episode, or you can find it on Facebook. Um, and it was it was a really great testimony about how something he did that was kind of dumb, God used for uh, His glory. But what it required was him to be uh, to be honest and to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, what we what God can do with a simple act of obedience is really cool. Uh, and that was the sermon. That was the whole point of the sermon. You never know what God can do with a simple act of obedience. So be obedient. To what he's telling you. So, well, cool. Cool. What was that? <coughs> cool. <laughs> I'm still growing up is what that was. Um, I was trying to build a planter, a raised garden bed planter's box on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I was, a, I think I was, I got most of it done, but that's what I was trying to do to kind of like unwind on Sunday. Do you guys have anything that you do that helps you unwind a little bit other than chasing your children, mm-hmm. Rachel? Yeah, that totally helps me unwind. You got me. I'll figure it out. No, um, Alec is huge into gardening. I'm not quite as huge into gardening as he is, but I that's I enjoy going out and 
pulling weeds and watering and and then like, wa- like watching physical, him work. Well, he's the kind <laughs> who's like, I want to set up a machine that does the watering for me. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm the kind that's out. like, no, I want to go out and like physically water yeah. the garden myself. Oh, so that you. that calms me down. So you do that on Sunday. Well, it's a bit early to be watering, and yeah. our hoses... Isn't it like... It no, like... our hose is super broken. Oh, okay. okay. We're waiting on a plumber to come, oh, so. okay. All right. Did I you do anything to unwind? No. I, I would like to, but I have to do homework all day on Sundays. Oh, so yeah, that's right. That's, that's That takes up most of my Sunday afternoon. Well, whatever you did uh, this past Sunday, we hope that it was encouraging. If you missed the message or weren't able to join us at church, we'd encourage you to go and watch that service um, there's some really cool things that came out in that service. And so that's a recap of the week. When you get to the top, TLCC top three, the top three things you need to know uh, in this week, uh, the first thing that we want you to know about and that we're excited about is a couple baptisms that have been happening and a couple people that have uh, joined the church. Uh, but we especially want to highlight the baptisms that have taken place. This past Sunday, we got to see uh, Keegan, um, uh, Boggs. Boggs. Yeah. Sorry, Keegan. I almost called you Bugs. <laughs> Keegan Boggs get baptized, and Melody uh, Stolt was also baptized. Uh, and before that, the week before, Stephen uh, Smith was baptized. But we could talk about it all day long, but here's a quick little montage of some of the recent baptisms. That way you can celebrate along with our church. Watch this. enjoyed that and we hope that you celebrate along with us and if you see those individuals encourage them uh, and uh, welcome them uh, and encourage them in their decision uh, to get baptized also the second thing you need to know about going into this week is this coming Wednesday so tomorrow night is the last Wednesday night of the semester and we take a summer break are you relieved guys are you excited (laughs) okay taking a little break yeah, I have found that taking a break on Wednesday nights is, um, by the end of it, I'm ready for Wednesday nights to come back. But when it starts, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, thank goodness. <sighs> My goodness, yes. we needed this. I wonder, wow, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> sometimes you feel bad. It's like, oh, we're not doing enough. But sometimes you just need to not have something to do. Yes, rest yes. is very important. <laughs> I, I feel no, like... I'm saying I agree, but in my head I'm thinking... This is quite a busy time for the student ministry. So. And here's all things we can do now. <laughs> yeah, so okay. I'm not maybe not practicing what I'm preaching. So. All right, yes. we got to work on that. we got to work on that. Um, so, but for you to know, there is no Wednesday night. Uh, the, this, the, tomorrow night is the last Wednesday night of the semester. We're going to take our summer break. And then the final thing we want to let you know about is this coming Sunday, if you are 55 uh, years old, or older, the XYZ dinner is happening this coming Sunday right after service. And they're going to be especially honoring their high school seniors. Uh, and by there, I mean 
uh, the church's high school seniors. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, always a fun time to see what the kids are planning uh, and to encourage them. So if you're a part of that age group, um, you are all welcome to join in for the XY din XYZ dinner happening uh, with our, uh, especially honoring our high school seniors. Okay, there you go, top three. Encourage people with the baptisms. Uh, last Wednesday night, and then this Sunday is the XYZ dinner. Okay, I've got, we've got Rachel and mm -hmm. Levi. Rachel, you are our student minister. Levi, you are a student minister assistant. And you guys have been planning a uh, student ministry-led Sunday morning service, and that's coming up this coming Sunday on the 30th. Why in the world would we do a service like this? I think this is an amazing opportunity, and we haven't done one in a really, really long time as far as I can remember. Mm -hmm. It gives our students a chance to be in front of the congregation, to be recognized them in um, different types of service and leadership that maybe we don't notice. It gives them a platform that they can speak from um, that maybe they don't get the same way. Um, and it's just a really cool opportunity for students to get involved who maybe don't want to be seen, but they can still be a part of what a Sunday morning service would look like. So Levi's been doing a ton of work, um, working with our students who are gonna be speaking. So I'm super excited. He's very gifted in that area. I'm the behind the scenes talking to the parents and the trying to organize everybody. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm very excited. We're hoping it goes well. Well, I mean, so. we've had plenty of Sundays where things don't go well, and it's not kids up so there. If it's, so so if, it, if it doesn't go well, continue to be gracious to our students. They're super excited, um, and this is a really good chance for older people to encourage them um, and to recognize them in this way. So, Levi, what are the kids going to be leading uh, this coming Sunday? What are they going to be doing? Like, what areas are they a part of? What are you going to see on Sunday? So essentially what we're shoot aiming for is every aspect of what is led on Sunday morning is going to be led by students. So we, we have different, different sponsors over every area or different leaders overseeing the students, but the students are the ones doing every aspect. Uh, well, besides security. The security isn't really <laughs> done by them. But do not give have, my children any sort of weapons. Yeah. Don't do it. We have a uh, coffee bar, greeters. Uh, the students I've been working with, they're going to be doing the sermon, communion meditation, announcements. Uh, Caleb, I know, has been working with worship team. He's been doing a we ton have, of work with them. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. We have students up in the sound booth running the camera, sound, slides, the, everything. Uh, and we we're have, actually... The, some of the students are going to be hand-baking some mm -hmm. communion bread this week. So that's Ooh. a little specialty. Little, little, spe man. little special communion bread. That'll be, sometimes when you get spoiled, then you want it every week, and that'll be difficult. Um, which which uh, kids are going to be uh, doing the nursery? Are we? Well, are we they going to be quite overseen? have enough for okay. that. <laughs> okay. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so they're going to be doing as much as possible. Kids are going to be leading that specific area, yes. and that is that is very exciting. Um, when you guys were students or younger, did you ever get the chance to lead a, a ministry or to be part of leading parts of the service when you were a kid, and did that impact you at all? Uh, for me personally, I know in my senior year, I got an opportunity to... Um, 
teach, I guess, a, a little part of a sermon uh, yeah. and walk through that. And that actually happened just before COVID. So by oh, the time I yeah. did it, I, it was a video. Was it recorded? Recording. That's yeah. right. We recorded it. So it was super awkward because I hadn't really done any public speaking and I was preparing myself, you know, like You're looking, looking at, at the, the crowd. <laughs> and I ended up just being like zoned in on the camera. Yeah, and yeah. It, it felt super awkward. But yeah. uh, I was also able to teach a couple of Sunday school lessons while I was in high school as well. That's cool. Rachel, did you? I can't remember anything particular like in front of the congregation. I used to do. I used to. I was in chime choir, so we had the chimes, and you would go, ding, ding, so I did that, and then I occasionally played keyboard, but I wasn't very good. Brennan could keyboard laps (laughs) around me, so um, nothing nothing speaking-wise. When I got older, I did actually, um, I led a... Shout out to Brennan Douglas, by the way. Brennan's fantastic. Fantastic piano player. when I got older, it was like either my senior year or I had just graduated. I led, I, I, I'm gonna say this. I led a purity retreat mm-hmm. at my church. So, got that going. Got a bunch of women from the church. How old were you? Like eighteen. Nice. Or nineteen. Okay. So, cool. but it was great. We had like fifty girls, and it was fantastic. It was a great event. Do you think that? Um, Students sometimes feel like they should just be seen and not heard, and that growing up in a church community, when they are given the opportunity to lead or to really be a part of, not just, you know, something that doesn't feel like it matters, but really be a part of stuff that's going on, that it it helps and encourages their faith. I mean, because this is, volunteering is one thing, but how does that impact their faith, do you think? And we're just talking about I think uh, to put it in the words of uh, Walt Harper, uh, who is the youth ministry professor over at Central Christian College, uh, one of the things that he talks about a lot is making students realize that they are the church now, not simply using the the terminology, the future of the church. Mm -hmm. So I think whenever you you give students the opportunity to serve in this kind of capacity, you, you allow them to realize that they are a part of the church now. It's not just something that they will be a part of. They are a part of it now. They have a role to play, and, and it's an important one. It's mm-hmm. good. What do you think? That, and I just, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of, we just finished this wanted event at Central, and that's exactly what it was talking about is, you're wanted by God. Because you're wanted by God, he invites you in to be a part of his posse, and you have a part to play. Like, you have a gift and a role to play in the church now. And what is, what are your giftedness? Like, what has God mm-hmm. given you the ability to do that nobody else can do? What what um, sphere of influence has he given you that you can be an effective part of the church at 12, mm-hmm. at 16, at 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how can we get older generations to recognize the value of that? Yeah, see, that's where I was going to make the bridge here, because for us as a congregation, if we tell our students, you matter, you're the church now, you're valuable, but then we say, oh yeah, you also cannot be a part of anything. <laughs> um, uh, we're we're going to have a class for you back here, but and we'd like you to join in the service every now and then, but you know, you're not polished enough, or you're not, the, you know, whatever enough to participate in some of the ministries, it, it kind of undercuts that message that no, they are a part of the kingdom of God. 
they they have a lot of learning and growing to do, but they just as, they matter just as much as anybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for us as a congregation, what we want to do is we want to be a church that integrates every age group into the ministries that we do. And some are age specific, we know that, but we are a family and a family does things together. And so this is a great opportunity for us to encourage one another, to celebrate our youth and to encourage them as they serve and as they lead and as they uh, put their hearts out there for us. And uh, so when you see the kids on Sunday, my encouragement to you uh, as a listener to this podcast is just to be as encouraging as you possibly can. Notice a small thing that kids are doing and just tell them you noticed and tell them they're doing a good job. And uh, if they're doing something horribly wrong... Come uh, find me. Come, yeah, come find <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I know for me growing up, that get, being able to lead things at an early age gave me a sense of um, ownership. <laughs> and I was awful. I mean, I was truly terrible. I wish I'd had some recordings of me singing when I was like 14, 15, <laughs> mm -hmm. because it was awful. It was really bad. But somebody probably poured into you and helped you get better. I didn't even know it. Everybody was so encouraging. I, I, it was actually my mom that told me. My mom was like, all right, listen, son, we got to work on this. So she was honest. But every, you're right. People poured into me and encouraged me. And, and through that process, I was able to grow and learn. And you can see you can see the difference between people that feel like I'm a part of this family, students that feel that way, yeah. um, and how it shapes them growing up for, versus the one that has always felt on the fringe and they like they didn't belong. So mm -hmm. anyway, it's going to be a great morning. I'm excited for it. I uh, We've got three different students that are going to be preaching, so they, that's that's great. I'm going to help out a little with, the, little with the music, but I don't really have to do much, and so I'm very excited. I'm excited just to watch them and, and see them do great things, so... Um, so come Sunday, ready to encourage. Come Sunday, ready to uh, support the students of this congregation. And I can't say this 100%, but I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to make this much more of a regular thing here at our church. I know it's been a regular thing in the past. We kind of got away from it for a while. We want to bring it back because it is important for us to be reminded we are a family. So, Any final thoughts on that? No, I think you... No, yeah, come Sunday. Enjoy it. Okay. Uh, let me give you the final blessing of the week. And uh, these guys already know what I'm going to say because we talked about it a little bit at our uh, staff meeting today. Um, but shout out to Mae Hughes. She's the one that really laid this out for me. We were talking on Sunday about how simple obedience to God matters. And she was talking to me today and she said, have you thought about that in the context of Saul? And I thought, well, I never had. And um, so I just want to read a passage. It's from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 15. And uh, King Saul, at this point, had uh, gone to battle, and God told him to destroy everything. Don't keep the animals. Uh, kill all these enemies. Uh, don't, don't keep anything, because it will lead to evil. And Saul almost obeyed. <laughs> so close. Uh, he kept the king alive, and he kept some animals alive. And um, Samuel says this, it's 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 18. Samuel said, the Lord sent you on a mission to go and destroy the Amalekites, fight against them until they're consumed. Why did you not obey the voice of the Lord? And Saul says, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. I've gone on this mission, which the Lord has sent me, 
and I've brought back Agag, the king of the Amalekites, and I have devoted the rest of them to destruction. But some of the people took the sheep and the oxen, the best of the things devoted to destruction, to sacrifice, and I love this part, to your God. Saul's like, we, we saved the animals because we're going to sacrifice them to your God. Isn't that so nice? I gave you this gift. And then Samuel says the famous words. Has the Lord, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as he does in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, it is uh, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen is better than the fat of rams. And his point is, you were so close, and yet you didn't really obey me. And uh, she, May was talking about how that kind of relates to when I said, where are your shoes on Sunday? You know, you did everything else, but you didn't do the one thing I asked you to. And as Christians, we have to remember uh, we could sacrifice so many things to God. We can give up Sunday mornings, and we can give money, and we can give time, and we can um, sacrifice so much. But if we're not simply obeying his commands that he's given us, uh, then he, he doesn't care as much about the sacrifices. He cares about are we following him, and are we being obedient to him. So this week, what simple act of obedience can you do, listening to the voice of God, and be reminded that that's what God truly cares about? He doesn't judge us based on how much we've given up. He judges us based on are we being obedient to what he has said. So there's your encouragement of the week. Know that simple obedience is enough uh, and trust in God in it. Okay, final thoughts? Levi, what do you want to leave him with? Uh, have a great week. Have a great <laughs> Rachel, anything? See you Wednesday. <laughs> See you Wednesday for the final Wednesday night. Okay, guys, thank you for joining us this week on the Ripple Effect podcast. We can't wait to see you next week. Uh, see you guys later.